Let's face it, normal live person sex is just boring. Boo! Try banging a ghost. If it's good enough for Dan Aykroyd, it's good enough for anyone. That's my motto. This week, the Lhasa at Home brings you all types of philias, clothing optional web droppings, dick photos, and upskirt umbrellas. And pardon me, but do you remember Incubus? They were pretty cool once. Come on and get lost with us. Jeremiah Johnson. Ah. Ah. Welcome to the Lost and Own Podcast. Ah. You're, talk- ah. you're talking. Hey, I'm gonna- <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, my name is Jeremiah. And my name is Scott. Hey, look at that. This is the first time I think we flipped it. We did. I like it. It's a new... Uh, yeah, why it's fucking a new, 101, baby? It's a new uh, year. Palindrome! It's a 101. Yep. And uh, we're going to be doing things a little different. From this point on, uh, before we get into that, though, I'd like to thank all of our listeners who listened to the great, spectacular, giant size. Actually, it was a little shorter than normal. One uh, yeah, hundredth well, episode. It, it was just about the length of uh, a TV episode. You know that? Yeah. yeah about fifty-seven minutes. I liked it, and uh, you did a great job editing. Thank you very much. That must have been a logistical nightmare. I have but... no idea what you're talking about. That was delivered to us by our producers because it was a show <laughs> that we put together. <laughs> uh, no, it was absolutely. It, it, it was. It, it was actually a lot of fun to do, and uh, while it did take a little extra time, people may have noticed the week off in between. Uh, it was worth it, I think, and uh, we we had some help from a lot of uh, good people putting that in, and we we had some fun writing it. And, yeah. But now we're back. It's. Uh, it's uh, 101, our very first uh, prime number episode after 100. It Starting is. right back, fresh up, baby. And real quick, before we push forward, I want to uh, thank you see my a deck. few. That's good. All right, well, here we go. I can and see it anytime it I want. Is, oh, shit. You know, actually, my fly is down. <laughs> I like that. I come No, no, prepared. I mean, I like that. Don't fix yeah. it. <laughs> I come prepared, he says. <laughs> Speaking of. Because <laughs> I come <laughs> sometimes as a man. Well, every once in a while, uh, you expel ejaculate from your penis. Speaking of ejaculate, yeah, let me, I'd let me. like to do a couple shout-outs here. <laughs> yeah, what you got here? Uh, Secret Society Club podcast uh, did oh, a great right. job narrating our 100th episode. Thank you guys very much. And if you guys want to head over to secretsocietyclub.co.uk, uh, you can check out their website. You can listen to episodes of their show. And more importantly, you can leave secrets for them. Yeah. Do you have a secret? Something that's burning you up inside? Something that's eating you alive? Yeah, well, I have gonorrhea. That fucking burns. That's like not a, a secret either, though. Yeah, that's that's true. I have a lot of people know about that, unfortunately. You, you literally write gonorrhea with your gonorrhea on walls. Yeah, that that's true. I smear my, my rheas all over the place. Dias, the ganas, man. But yeah, you can, uh, you can anonymously leave secrets on their website. They don't ask for your name. They don't take down any information. And they don't track you. So you can write anything you want and... Uh, uh, they will read it on air and then explore it. I mean, that, the NSA still knows who the fuck you are and what you're writing. But yeah, but that's fine. Just write the word already, podcast after know. anything you write, and it's just research. Yeah, that that gives you a, a, a golden ticket. No, that gives you carte blanche. There's actually something later on in our show that had links that I could have explored to go more in depth with the story, and we'll get to that. But I didn't because I was too afraid of NSA. 
Oh, okay. It's going to be a fun like, show, There's always people. so much writing podcast after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, how do you buy cocaine on the internet podcast? Yeah. Uh, but then you've got to start a podcast named that so you can prove it. Well, there was one. That's that's how I discovered that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get any further, also, I want to give a shout out to the entire Potter and family. Um, ourselves and a large group of like-minded podcasts have created a very loose affiliation on the internet under the hashtag potter and family and what we do is support each other through hashtagging retweeting liking and sharing each other's shows appearing on each other's shows and it looks like there's a likelihood down the road that we will be creating an actual potter and family podcast where perhaps various members of various podcasts sort of like within the family all like just mash up and join each other mashup. but that'll be fun and that's another thing for the future uh real quick to shout out a couple members of the potter and family I figure we might as well give a little bit of love right now to the, <laughs> we're going to say FYFC podcast. That is at FYFC podcasts. If you're wondering what FYFC stands for, uh, in their own words, it is fuck your face clowns or if you prefer cunts. Yes. It's up to you. I mean, you can treat that one however Big, you want. It depends on the day. Sometimes you got a clown day. Hey, goofy, goofy. Sometimes you get a cunt day. Uh, yeah. cunt. Speaking of cunts and Brits, you can also check out at Rick and Paul. The Rick and Paul podcast is another member of our family. Uh, they're from Cardiff, Wales. Uh, if you've ever seen the show Torchwood, you're familiar with that. Outside of that, never, never has anyone ever gone there or mentioned it. Yeah, no. Just not, Torchwood. Not no. I think there was a Doctor Who maybe where they went there, but I think it was on fire. They went there and they... That's sh- how I picture they, Cardiff. Yeah, and they it's just pit, on they, fire. And they pissed it out. Like, yeah, that'll fucking teach yeah, you that for w- being that. That was the 11th Doctor, the one who pissed on all his problems. <laughs> I got my sonic screwdriver dangling. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking... He didn't even have a British accent. Yeah. Just a, just a disgusting drunk fucking. It was the little mentioned New American Jersey doctor. Drunk, yeah, the New Jersey doctor. Hey, fucking, here's a fucking uh, doctor for you. Here's your Boom. sonic screwdriver for you. Hey. hey, some Dr. Pekka. That's what I call it. Boom, splash. Cut it on fire. Cut it. Still on fire. He doesn't pee much. Like, he can't put out an entire city. Just like, like maybe a brick yeah. that's on fire. Because, you know, everything in Cardiff is flammable. Yeah, well, you know, that brick's not on fire anymore. Now I'm Mike Tyson. Rick and Paul, you guys better work on that. Start fireproofing Cardiff. If we can nerf most of America and make it one giant safe place, you know, you guys can work on those fires. Yeah, come on. Next. Get it, get it right. Next. Funny voices means funny. <laughs> uh, it's been a little while since we've been in the same room together uh, recording a podcast. Absolutely. And because of that, we've uh, we've had some time to contemplate the show and think about how we've been doing things for the last 100 episodes. Right. And uh, we've decided to change things up a little bit. Our format's a little different this week. Boom. And, uh, well, I mean, it's not earth-shattering. We're going to start this week with web droppings. Web droppings. And not just any web droppings. Holy shit, that shattered my earth. We are going to start with clothing optional edition web droppings. Uh, I wish there was a sound effect for taking off your clothes, but it's a very anticlimactic sound. Whip-woo. Unless it's like oh. chain mail that lands with a thump, you know? In in the Star Wars episode, I had to, I, I probably spent two hours trying to find out how to make it sound like pants were dropping to the ground. And I it found has them. to be the belt There's, clink hitting there, the yeah, floor. Yeah, it, it was, I found like three, I overlaid like three layers of, of clothing, like somebody dropping laundry on, oh. the, on the ground. But it just floor. sounds like nothing. It and sounds then, like wind. And then jingling of the, uh, uh, of the, of uh, the, the belt. belt. Like yeah. the clink, clink, clink. And then clink, clink. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, I've got some foley artist in me. Uh, that being said, we didn't do anything there. There's no fucking sound effect. Let's just <laughs> talk just, about how to make that sound it. effect and be like, that took too long. Even talking about, I'm not gonna make that sound effect now. 
Well, um, fucking Foley artists. Speaking of Star Wars, uh, Star Wars is a very, very, very popular thing to cosplay, as is pretty much anything in the world of geekdom. Yeah. And cosplaying, whether it's controversial or not, uh, I don't know if you were aware of this, Jared, but last year there was a lot of talk amongst artists and vendors at Comic-Cons about their distaste for cosplayers and how they wish it was removed from Comic-Cons. They find it distracting. uh, It's creating issues this past year with a lot of sexual... uh, uh, misconduct, people touching cosplayers inappropriately. Oh, so the cosplay, it's a cosplayer's fault that a bunch of fucking perverts want to reach out and grab boobs because they see them. Literally, I'm bringing yeah. this up because it was a thing. I don't believe in yeah. any of it. I think cosplay deserves to be at a convention just as much as podcasters Dude, the and artists the... and everything else. I'm more so for, for okay, for one, I mean, part, a... of, part of it is the pervert in me, but I'm not going to go groping. But the other part is just, it's cool. I really like when we went to it's the, art. when we did the, the, the comic cons and stuff, uh, the way I saw it is it's given like these these a lot of them are just like you know teenagers these high schoolers stuff like this creative outlet they're relative outsiders and they get to come together and do these creative things a lot of those fucking co- costumes are awesome yeah definitely uh, and take a lot of work they're not just buying like no this uh, Halloween is DIY. costumes on the, on the this, internet this is DIY on crack yeah and then they they come to this thing and there's a why do I always say on crack when I'm talking cr- about things that are awesome I, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> because crack is awesome maybe because crack is pretty awesome uh, but yeah I, I, I hear more about crack at our mid-show ad roll <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we got a new sponsor this we week we got a new sponsor crack crack Got crack. Yeah. Well, no, of course not. Because if you had it, you wouldn't have it. Because if you have it, you do it. But Crack's way, great. And uh, so, but yeah, cosplay, man. Cosplay, everything you just it. said yeah. about how awesome cosplay is, I was actually talking to my wife the other night about, and she agreed 100% that it's literally art. Like, she watches uh, those runway shows, uh, America's Top Model or whatever. They yeah, design yeah. the costumes and, and it stuff. And it takes a lot of work. And, and actually, yeah, I, I, th- those are actually some of the, uh, I, I don't watch them, but those are actually some of the uh, reality shows I don't mind that much because it does show like a craft. Yeah, it does. Like, oh, okay. Somebody actually doing like some, like a craft, a skill. I watched, just, I like, watched I Face Off for out. the same reason on Sci-Fi Channel where they do the uh, the, the movie makeup along with the oh, costuming I both. you were talking about the Nicolas Cage, <laughs> which is awesome. It's an awesome yeah. movie too. I'm going to you... take your face off. No, oh, I get it. Not to get on a ramp, but have you seen Face Off recently? I like I watch it once a year. Okay, I watched it last year and it's ridiculously Dude, funny. I watch it like every year because it's so fucking funny. I always forget that it's a John Woo movie until the doves at the end where they're shooting yeah. a gunfight and no doves are dying, but they should. There's a wall of doves. Yeah, like how yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just bloody yes. doves falling from the sky. They'd be like, "Holy shit." Uh, yeah, it's beautiful yeah. cinematography, but fuck, what are we going to do with all these dead doves now? Now, speaking of dead doves, back to cosplay. Yeah. Um, U.S. courts to make cosplay illegal is our first web dropping of this week. Yeah. Uh, there's a current court case going on that is actually challenging the idea of how copyrights work in relation to cosplaying. Right. Uh, when a cosplayer creates a costume, they're doing it of a licensed character, usually. It's Somet- like those, sometimes uh, they'll take artistic liberties. Like in, uh, well, yeah, I've got something to say about this. But yeah, go ahead, continue. Go ahead. Oh no, I was done. <laughs> <It's> boom. <laughs> done. Next. Sorry, I would drop the mic, but they look expensive and heavy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, actually, what I was gonna say is, uh, it, it, it's, it's. Uh, first of all, I mean, every time I read a, a headline like this, I also know that like there's the, um, you know, these are also meant to like jump, bring people to action. So hopefully, they will try to like, you know stop this whatever but well, it's also a lot but, of it's overstated in terms of the okay it's one thing for something to become a law it's one thing for it to be enforced well uh, because right now technically there are a lot of laws against what people are doing in uh Times square in their cookie monster costumes and yep. stuff like that nobody fuck cops walk by unless they're harassing somebody 
they just let them do it. Exactly. So. And uh, this case is only gaining any kind of traction or attention because currently the Supreme Court is considering hearing mm. the case. And the Supreme Court just makes the laws of the land, whether you agree with them or not. I, I love when people don't agree with the laws the Supreme Court passes, but agree with some and always are like, they're, they're not allowed to make those laws. They're just the Supreme Court. No, that's what their job is. They well, interpret the law. Well, and the other thing, too, about interpreting the law doesn't necessarily mean like it is the law the the act it's not like a, a statute it's setting precedent yes. so if somebody brings a lawsuit against these people they may They'll cite they the Supreme Court yeah. and that will win and that will the case much, yeah but it's, it doesn't necessarily say oh because of this there are these criminal penalties that are the and that it's actually needs to be enforced I mean they're not enforcing technically it's it's what federally illegal for you know Colorado uh, Washington and the other states yeah. that have passed marijuana uh, legalization technically it's still illegal in a lot of ways for them to actually sell that or to even do that yeah. but they pretty much called off enforcing it so whether or not they're actually going to start going to comic cons and putting people in handcuffs for dressing up as Spider-Man no i mean no but it is it is a possibility and it's based on and it was it, set it's, a precedent i don't like the fact that a precedent be set. and this isn't even a lawsuit over specifically cosplaying this is actually a case uh by Star Athletica and Varsity Brands. Uh, both of them create cheerleading uniforms. And what Varsity claims is that uh, a major por portion of the designs that they make are entitled to copyright protection. While Star Athletica points out that, and this is backed up by old case law already, that clothing designs are explicitly exempt from copyright. Meaning you create a new type of skirt that flares in a certain way. You can't copyright the design it's a piece of clothing. Right. Anyone can now make that piece of clothing. Right. And it's kind of like uh, you, you can make a piece of clothing that does exactly that. I bet if they probably like really wanted to get down and it was found that it was a direct forgery. It's a different story. Like even, down to the stitching. Even down... now, even that is a little foggy because of these very I guess specific if not, exemptions. And if, and if you're not using the Think brand. About Chinatown. Yeah. If you, if if you, you go if to you... a store in Chinatown. Everything is a knockoff. Yeah, for, well, first of all, uh, most of that is illegal and they just don't enforce it. But that's because they actually put the brand's name on it. So it, oh. it is. I thought knockoff. you were going to say because of the Yakuza. Uh, that would have been such a cooler answer. Because, <laughs> you know, they're just afraid the of ninjas. <laughs> yeah, you know. My, and my, NYPD's like, there are not enough donuts in all the nine, seven, bur six, bur five boroughs. All the boroughs. All the boroughs. All the boroughs. <laughs> to get us to fight ninjas. Fucking drunk cop doesn't even know how many boroughs are <laughs> 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 how We got a drunk cop and doesn't hey, even know the boroughs. Girls, you think they are? I'm gonna arrest I them all. Uh, no, I'm not gonna arrest them all. Yeah. So I'm not gonna count them all. I got Ego Rice Burrows. He did the Tarzan. That guy's cool. I the rest of the Burrows can walk. Yeah, you got a free pass for life, Burrows. I don't think you understand copping, sir. <laughs> I understand donuts. Oh, piss on that. Yeah, I'm the doctor. I'm trying to roll all our past. I shit we love it. Just so so much weird. Specific cultural white racism. <laughs> because the last groups you can be racist against are white and have funny accents. That's true. That's it. That's all you got. You got Canadians and Italians. Yep. Uh, yep. And to all, our, all, all of our Italian and Canadian listeners. Or uh, Italian Canadians. We, we love you. We do, absolutely. You talk funny. I love Thank uh, you. I love the the Italian the your, your food is great. It's cute. I think poutine's edible. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, C C Canadian, that's great. All right. Um now, moving on from this story, uh, unless you have something more to add, uh, this is something that basically is not no. directly about cosplay, but the ramifications of a copyright against specific types of designs of clothing could then lead to a, say, major publisher like Marvel or DC saying, we designed Spider-Man's outfit, we own the rights to it, you can't reproduce it. 
Right, because it's on paper. It's a it's a design. It's a right? design. Yeah, just yeah. because you didn't tangibly recreate and it. And in a it lot actually, of ways, it's and actually a, a lot of time they they may have. I mean, you yeah. can copyright the character, meaning you can't draw a Spider-Man comic and sell a Spider-Man comic. Right. Well, and you can't, especially. But you, you can dress up as Spider-Man because that's a pre-existing design of clothing. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'm curious to see how it pans out. Uh, I don't think it's going to stop people. It's not like they're going to put police well, definitely, in Comic-Cons no, no. arresting people. It, it, it would, definitely won't stop people, and it won't really be like, Although, if issue. I were a cop with a pair of empty handcuffs and there was a busty Laura Croft, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to move on now. <laughs> I'd go up to her and recite the five or six Burroughs names and really make her <laughs> proud of me. <laughs> All right. Um, now, speaking of clothing, uh, our next story is City Says Nudists Can't Use the Gym Naked Anymore. Uh, all right. This story comes out of Huntington Beach, California, where... Oh, those are attractive people. They can fucking be naked oh, all they California's want. California's all hot yeah, people. There yeah, are no they, ugly they people can, there. It's a place with a where beach in the name. It's California. They're attractive. They can do what they want. Super sexy, half-naked people that always wear shorts or bikinis and move around on roller skates exclusively. Yeah. That's, that's how I see California. If, if I know anything about California... And Dan Harmon is their king. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I pretty much know California. I've seen some movies, so... Mm, all right. Mm. The idea here is that a certain Huntington uh, Town Beach, they allow uh, reserved portions of the gym for nudists, right. where they will say, like, we want the, the basketball courts or the weight rooms or something, and for these hours of these uh, this day, it's ours. We just get it. Um, nothing wrong about that. You can reserve a party for doing anything. Right, yeah. Uh, they've gotten complaints from other gym goers who then walk by these rooms, which I'm sure have glass doors, windows, etc. to allow you to look in. And, just and see a bunch of junk. Treadmill, just, yeah. just so many people getting like... Flop, 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 flop. Making. I like. Uh, I like that. I was gonna say like weird fouls in basketball for like dicks hitting parts. Like you hit the, you hit yeah. his hand with your dick foul. Oh, dick foul. <laughs> dick foul. <laughs> so many dick fouls. Why are there ever any vagina fouls? And then there's poor like Lawrence over in the corner keeps ha just getting called out for foul dick. Yeah. You just got a foul dick. Old foul dick Lawrence. <laughs> it's got a smell to it. <laughs> I think oh, there's odor stink lines coming out the tip. <laughs> gonorrhea. <laughs> gonorrhea PSA right there. Don't let this happen to you. Don't be a Lawrence. Get your gonorrhea treated before it stinks up the nudist gym. Gonorrhea. Oh, dang. That's Lawrence. Now, uh, city council has had this put in front of them, and it's up to them to allow an order to actually uh, say this can't happen. The gym itself, I guess, could if they wanted to. Apparently, it's not even the gym owner who's doing this. It's literally residents who are just like, I'm sick of seeing floppy junk at my gym. Yeah. No more and floppy you know junk, what? man. There's a certain level of, I get it. You don't want to see shriveled old man pubes and junk well, while, it, while they're playing handball in a racket court, it, which it, is all glass. Yeah, and, glass and, and to me, I feel like... like but how about you just turn right? Like, look right while you walk by. Or watch, check your phone or look at your watch. Yeah, and I can see, like, going... Just don't look. Uh, I can don't see look. going both ways, too, where, like, uh, like at that point, you are... Uh, you You're are in public. Put, putting it out to people who didn't choose to go. There's one thing if you go to the gym and choose to go there, and you know this is going to occur. Boom. But when you're walking by, I could see maybe. I mean, I, I don't think anybody should have a problem with a naked body flopping all over the place anyway. But uh, but I understand that some people do. The you know the gym could put in. Uh, and again, that kind of. I don't know. Like all of a sudden, drawing the shades would like you, these people are question. causing a crime. Would you ever say anything if the, if this was happening at your local gym? No, we, neither would I. I wouldn't. Do, first do, first do, of all, do it, you think someone has the right to? Yeah. Do you think someone has the right to shut it down? No. Okay. And we're on the same page then yeah. entirely. Yeah. Exactly. I don't think. I, I'm, I'm not saying it's it's not like the the gym 
couldn't take some uh, uh, commercial precautions and be like, how does this affect potential business, blah, 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 and then say, do I draw the shades on them? No, that would, I feel like, kind of make them feel like they're doing something wrong by their just expressing they're just being themselves. They could maybe extend gym hours by an extra hour or something to allow More nudists. dick time. Yeah. Do you, oh, dick, oh, just... Like, like post-nine dick time. Yeah. Well, I, well the other thing... That, like, that kind of almost rhymes. Like, it's a slant rhyme. That could be, be a banner. Post nine, post nine, dick time. <laughs> we just branded it for him. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I honestly like. I think. I mean, it's really up to the business. It's a private, you know, businesses are private. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> private, private businesses. <laughs> the, the naked people with private parts. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I'm really making a fucking uh, joke machine over here. Okay. Um. Well, this rolls into our next story, actually. All right. And I'll. I, I won't even give you the title of the story right off. Let's just pose the question. If Walking by people at a gym can be bothersome to some. Seeing them through a window playing racquetball, basketball, whatever. Um, I feel like would it bother you if you were driving by a uh, drive-through barista stand and the baristas had no shirts on? I'm a I'm a guy. No, of course not. Okay, so you wouldn't mind uh, topless baristas? No. Okay. Well, in Washington State, topless baristas are a common thing. Um, and when I say common, I mean they litter the state, and there's practically no. Uh, what am I trying to say here? It's so common, it's not really weird there, but people are still rallying against it because it's happening. Does that make sense? So, so people who feel uncomfortable by it are rallying against it, or people are just like, I need something to rally against, so I'm going to rally well, against it. It's or? those people, yes. It's the yeah. people who always I'm use bored. the excuse, I had to explain it to my kids. Well, and, okay, so your kids are a little bit more enlightened. They're going to be not as shitty a piece I of shit as you. I hate that excuse, and I actually use yeah. that. And I know he's a listener of our show, and he'll know when, I, when I'm when i saying this. Uh, I used it against him the other day, not to say he was being bigoted or weird, but I don't like that argument. When people say it, even if you're a friend of mine, I shoot you down hard. Yeah, do, first of all, do, do, I don't do fucking care about say, your kids. Do not say, how should I explain that to my kids? You know how? With words. Yeah. Be a parent and do words. parent things. Yeah. Just, okay. What if your kid, like, what happens when, like, the kid's dog dies because you stepped on it because you were drunk and you happened to wander into your uh, living room and fall asleep on their dog and suffocate it while you were drunk? How do you explain that? Maybe you got to fucking use words and explain that kind of shit. Maybe your dog shouldn't be so quiet and comfortable. Yeah. Jeez, man. <laughs> I, maybe, teach it. Teach it to bark. Maybe it should know when I'm drunk. Underfeed it. Sleep underneath me while uh, I'm falling uh, on underfeed it. Underfeed it. Make it bony. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't lay on a bony dog. Yeah. Hey, Hey kid, neglect your dog. That's the that's the, uh, the, the, the takeaway here. No, uh, no, okay. that, 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 that it, it uh, really my my that's a bothersome argument. Because my feedback is always, and I don't have kids, so my feedback oftentimes you have more like people might actually listen to you more because people just they're like, oh, you're bitter, you know, I'm a kid, you don't understand. I have two I kids, understand. and guess what? When something comes up that's a little awkward, I explain it because I'm what an a adult. parent is supposed yeah. to do, right? Like they're and guess what? You're you're not going to be able to protect your kid all the time, so it's good that they're. I don't know, encountering something that's a little bit like off-putting and you actually have to, you're there to actually explain it to them versus them encountering it for the first time like on years from now and be like, what do I do here? I'm just masturbating and they're that guy on the subway that just took their dick out because they saw a topless person because like, I wish I had encountered topless baristas ages ago or this wouldn't be happening now. And then he eats a person and keeps people uh, people's hearts in his freezer because you didn't fucking want to explain topless baristas to your kid, you that's fucking exactly asshole. exactly the progression of events as I saw it in my head. Yeah, well, that's that's the kind of kid I hope to raise someday. 
Now, uh, when I say topless uh, baristas, I will give you one uh, one little bit of information here. They do wear pasties, uh, usually like tape oh, or yeah. uh, or stickers on their nipples. So it's and besides much- that, it's just these big old boobies hanging out while they hand you your coffee, whether it's a drive through or a walk in. And if I don't know, if, uh, like if you like if you, I guess is Washington, maybe it's uh, not as <clears throat> much like beach country. But if you just generally go to like beaches and stuff. You see the you like see, the, you, you see pretty much just pasties for when it comes to yeah, the tiny, women. some small, women small bikinis yeah, only cover the nipples, which is just fine, yeah. of course. Uh, but and now this so isn't what just, do you explain that to your kids? Oh, what do I do? Boohoo! This isn't just women either. Um, there's one male topless uh, uh, coffee stand called the Banana Hammock. Okay, in, uh, they, in Washington, where the guys like just the, wear like tidy whitey jock. Short, jock shorts, you know those types. Banana hammocks, probably right. They right. speed yeah, and, and, then, and, and then that's yeah. it. No shirts. Yeah, okay. and that was their answer to the women doing it, and people love it. I saw, like, I watched a video on all of these different venues in Washington State. Uh, Spokane has, I think, most of them per capita, and I was kind of amazed just to see, like, everyone was kind of cool about it the way they talked about. It. Like, one was a college student, uh, the girl. She was like, "Yeah, I really don't mind. This is pretty much the pasties were like about bikini covering." And she's like, "I don't care. I'm making lots of money." Yeah. Another girl says, "It's hard to make enough money in this world to survive doing this. I'm going to put a down payment on a house in two weeks." Yeah, and, and yeah, like, it's, and, and wow, could should you really be like saying these people shouldn't do this when they're just doing what everyone else is doing? They're finding a way to generate revenue. Yeah, and and, and, and again, it's it, this is. Uh, people's choice like it's it's don't go to their coffee shop you don't want to see tits or pets it's one thing when you when you have when you take issue with something like uh prostitution or something like that which very well could be like lend it like giving money to human traffickers and stuff these people aren't uh kidnapped and put into custody and then been like now you're gonna fucking do this in the pasties no they're like choosing to do this as fucking grown-ups they're just baristas who are wearing casual wear yeah. Very casual wear. Yeah. Now, I did what I said. I watched that video that kind of highlighted uh, in this story. There's a link to a video. If you follow the link in our show notes, you'll actually see the video at the bottom of the page. And um, what you have in the bit middle of the video is three individuals who are rallying against it. One is a city council member who is an older gentleman. And I love it. One part of the video, he literally cites kids. He goes, I hate using the argument that, you know, what about the kids? But, but what about, what about the, the kids? kids? <laughs> he literally says but that. But what about the kids? And then, of course, you have like. The kids a, are loving it, by the way. And then about midway through the video, you get a fat, ugly woman with her little oh, shitty kid damn. who literally oh, yeah. says, like, how am I supposed to explain this to my children? Literally, one of them pointed about- over and said, Mom. Her her shirt is off, and I had to explain it to a nine, an eight, and yeah. a seven year old. It's like <laughs> just use your words. Yes, that woman's shirt is off. She's probably doing it to make money. In our sexualized society, whether it's right or wrong, women can make more money by taking off their clothes. It may not be right, and it may be sexist, but it's the way the world works. Yeah. If you're a strong individual and have strong morals on your end that keep you from doing this, that's fine and all. Don't do it. But if your morals are still strong and say you can do it, because guess what? You can be naked and have morals at the same hey, fucking time. And you, you can make your you own choices. snaggle tooth fucking troll-looking bitch yeah guess what people can have all different opinions and all different ways of doing things yours isn't set in stone yeah well that yeah that's like oh i've got your kids aren't special and maybe if you learn more words you can tell your kids like yeah your kid especially if you can fucking wrangle more than one molested word out of your fucking snaggletooth face maybe you can actually explain something to your dumb kid who's just gonna grow up a stupid piece of shit because you're a piece of shit i love that someone who has like all these children like multiple multiple kids is complaining about a woman serving coffee topless when obviously she has no problems with sex 
Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah but, but I had the kids. And we do it through a uh, hole in a sheet that Jesus brought us down from the mountain. We got married when we were 17, and therefore it's they're conceived in love and ignorance. And uh, I'm just watching the video. I'm, I got to say, though. Uh, oh, and the other knows? person who rallied against it was like a 90 year old woman who was from a different age, where I'm sure, you know, just. Things were different, That's, so I, I forgive her. She's that, old. Old yeah, people yeah. just I mean, don't I, count. I, I forgive the old people to a degree, especially that it's like, well, when I was their age, I would cover up to my neck. And yeah, then, but yeah. it's the fat fucking breeder in the middle of the video who's like, how do I explain this no, to my no, well, children? She, 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 the beginning of the video too, and now she's just like, how am I? I can I can tell how she talks. She talks like a stupid person. Yeah, I, I'm not even listening to it. Uh, Personally, I welcome our new uh, topless barista overlords and hope I can serve them to the best of my uh, needs. Uh, I will tip heavily and will drink more coffee than my uh, liver needs. <laughs> like, sir, I, know, I, I know other organs <laughs> process caffeine and other coffee derivatives first. The liver is probably going to be the last thing to go. Like, sir, I I, I believe I'm legally not allowed to serve you any more coffee. <laughs> Just like twitching on the ground. Be like, man, I couldn't get my dick up now if I tried. <laughs> You're wearing black slacks and I can literally see the yellow pea state on them <laughs> from how many times you've like just lost it in line. Well, I know. Just, just going through me. Just going through me. Sir, we've just been serving you like sludge from the toilet like for the last five glasses just to see if you would notice. So you could you should probably leave now. Now to finish off our uh, web dropping segment, uh, clothing optional edition. Uh, another way where uh, people are being interesting with their finances and figuring out new ways to generate revenue and uh, create a living. Uh, dick pics. Whoever would have thought that dick pics could make you not just some money, but like all the money, or just get you anything but arrested. Exactly. Um, this story is about someone who decided to turn uh, the idea of the prominence of dick pics with men into a viable business model where they take professional like DSLR high quality photos of dick pics. Actually, I think we got a little uh, uh, clip from the from what we're about to talk about. Want to roll that now? Yeah, let's do that. I'm Soraya Dudwaz and I was born in Iran and now I live in New York. And I'm a professional dick photographer. Back when I was single, I would get a ton of dick pics, and my friends would get them, and we would show them to each other. And some dick pics were better than the other ones, and I thought, what if I took them with a professional camera? And then I was walking to a Walmart, and I saw a couple of dolls. I just kind of put two and two together and thought I could create a personality out of penises. All right, so yeah, that was uh, Soraya Dulbaz, and she has managed to make a living taking pictures of dicks. What I like is that it's very similar to, um, there's a Tumblr page. Are you familiar with uh, Things, Things My, My Dick, Dick does? does? Yeah. It's very reminiscent weird. of that. I, I looked through like a bunch of those pages, and then all of a sudden Donna me like, I'm just staring like a, a guy's dick. It's fucking hilarious. It is, it's yeah. Because like, really uh, there's pictures here of uh, a Donald a Trump little, dick. Well, yeah. uh, what is that, a Castro dick? I don't know. Uh, we, well, we definitely got to, uh, in the show notes, post some pictures. That's We're going to have to, yeah. Because yeah. what she does is she uh, she invites a, uh, a male who wants his dick photographed into her studio. And what she wants him to do is bring in a loved one, uh, uh, not a mother or sister. <laughs> but like, Connie, uh, I think your dick is beautiful. I was told you had the nicest dick on the playground. Go take your pictures with your dick, okay? <laughs> Mommy will help you fluff it up a little bit, get you hard. Oh, yeah, Well, that's go. exactly what she wants. She wants a fluffer to come with you. Yeah, she wants yeah. someone who will do whatever it takes to keep you well, hard somebody, for the photo shoot. somebody that makes you feel comfortable and, uh, and uh, I guess, 
uh, relaxed. You know, yeah. like you you shouldn't be like, like oh, tensed up. Yeah. Like mom. Like but some like my mom needs to like my 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 dead mom wrapped up in like a like <laughs> fucking in a Ed, rocking chair. Like Ed Gein, yeah, a rocking chair like with a plastic bag that just recently exhumed. Be like, can my mother come? You got a mouth hole drilled in her fucking uh, mummified skull. That I fuck my mom's mummified skull. Now you may be wondering when we say she makes a living on this, what kind of money <laughs> she like, makes. Let's just get and away we're not from talking you to, fucking no, your dead mom. Well, I was gonna say, and we're not talking about your dead mom. <laughs> no, mom, we're, my mom's not dead, by the way, folks. Uh, I'm not that bad. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, we're talking about uh, Soraya here, the photographer. Yeah. She makes upwards of ten thousand dollars for limited edition prints of her photos. Hmm. $10,000. And I'm guessing like any artist, she may only sell like one a year. But yeah, th and this isn't like the but people... But that's good. That's this good. isn't like the people uh, like paying her to take pictures of their dick. This is her inviting people to come in to take pictures of their dick and then selling those prints. Exactly. To private, uh, in private sales, yeah. Uh, yeah like galleries you, and things like that. If you'd actually like to go right now and find some of her, uh, her work, you can go on Twitter at Dicture Gallery. D-I-C-T-U-R-E gallery uh, I, think, I think she spelled picture wrong yeah she definitely spelled picture wrong there's a there's a d there i'm gonna go ahead and uh, uh i'm gonna just just follow her no i'm just gonna go ahead and uh, make a note uh to her i'm gonna send her an email let her know she mis misspelled picture there <laughs> that's there probably go. important yeah. um but yeah this is uh this is quite an amazing thing that she has literally decided to do this as a living and is successful at it and i gotta say she's not too hard on the eyes either no hard on <laughs> oh you said hard on I buddy did. i did now, um, I've got an ear for that. I've got an ear for hard-ons. That's why people fuck me in the ear all the time. <laughs> i got an ear for hard-ons. People you fuck should me get, in the ear. You should really get that ear looked at. It's it's foaming, something it's awful. It's gonorrhea. It, we're going to call your ear Cujo. Yeah, it's... it's it's Because it's going to bite me. It's pretty I, much where I, my gonorrhea started. I was going to say, next time I put my dick in it, it looks like it might bite it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got, a, I got two ears, buddy. <laughs> all right, and now we move on with our show to our next segment, Hero Prees. Now this week in Hero Prees, we are going to be talking about something that I think we mentioned several weeks ago. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, pedophiles and whether or not they may benefit. Oh, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Just, uh, well, it's hard to remember how many times we talked about pedophiles. Uh, let's see what is. Oh yeah, the, the pedophile thing. Yeah, but this is definitely uh, it's something that keeps being brought up time and time again through the news, the media, and other podcasts that I listen to. It's yeah. the idea that a sex offender. You really can't fix them. You, you yeah. outside, or, or, or outside, even people who haven't, or even people who haven't actually like aren't a, like, have aren't a registered sex offender and haven't offended, but have it in their heads. Yeah, go getters. Yeah, go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sexual go getters. <laughs> Boy, they really changed from go getter to offender in a heartbeat. The second you really actually do. go and get, get. <laughs> it, fucking becomes different. Yeah, like I was a go getter, but then I gone and I got. So now I'm an offender. Gotta, gotta tell my name to all my neighbors. <laughs> um, yeah, the idea here is is that outside of a bullet to the head, and I don't mean to be too crass here, but I don't think anyone's defending pedophiles. It, it's not Other pedophiles. fixable, and no one has really found a way to do it. I mean, even chemical castration, which is probably the best way to keep someone from offending, you remove their junk so they can't do it. Uh, yeah. still leaves them thinking about it and wanting to do it and possibly right. even going to other extremes that I wouldn't even well, want to well, touch on. And, well, the other thing, too, is you have to realize, like, a lot of the, the pedophilia stuff, it, it has... That's why it using the word sex in terms like sexual offense, uh, offender is not always 
I, I, it's it's too bad you have to combine the two because there's nothing sexual about it. Sexual is supposed to be something positive. Sexual yeah. offenders are not using sex; they're using their power. They're actually like this is something mental, and it's usually something to d- derive with power. It's or something a, in it's their a past. mental sickness, and it usually doesn't have to so much like I want to stick my dick in that because I find it attractive. It's I have this like cra- it's kind of like sociopaths and psychopaths and stuff like that where they have this uh, urge to. Do do something for the sake of power, or to like, and yeah, it makes them horny or whatever doing it. But it actually, it's not the sex that's that is driving them. So they could still go and uh, offend and hurt somebody without a dick. And I'm saying a dick because Correct. let's let's be let's face it, ninety nine percent. I don't know what the actual number is. Probably even higher than that. They're dudes, right? Yeah, like you know the you know about, you know the classic you know the classic joke. Who's been chemically chemically castrated has two thumbs and loves raping people with two thumbs. <laughs> This guy. <laughs> Classic. Classic joke. Yeah. Classic pedophile, chemically castrated joke. Now, what we're bringing you here today is um, a story about uh, Shin Tagagi, and this is a maker of realistic child sex dolls. He's been making these for actually quite some time Who now. Who do not actually perform child uh, sexual intercourse? They do not. I, I believe by saying I mean, that I, they I'm sorry. Mean, off the shelf, you can. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm guessing by saying that, I thought that was puzzling when I read it. I believe it just means the orifices are not penetrated. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could make them that way, but they, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got, got a power drill yeah, at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're just, no, but uh, it, 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 this person, uh, from what I understand, uh, is a has, pedophile. Had, had actually. Or, or identifies as one. Yeah, and that's the thing is uh, whether you have it's to be like oh pedophilic impulses versus actually yeah. being a pedophile well, means is, think, is that I think, like I think you if you are versus... a pedophile you've been caught doing it yeah yeah but whereas pedophilic, be pedophilic impulses uh, it, I, I feel like it's it's less strong than pedophile and at least this person realizes like I can't do that I cannot do that like they're aware of their mental illness correct which is what it is and the, so they're and, and they're aware of it and trying to stop it and they've said that this is actually help them uh, yeah. get through it, right? Which exactly. is pretty much having a, a kid sex doll sitting there where they go, you want it, don't you? But you can't have it. But that's an argument that goes with this, too, is that some people think that, yes, these dolls could be used as treatment to uh, alleviate the urges of people who would then go out and become predators. The I, other that's, argument that's tough, is, is that it might tease them to do something in real life because that's not yeah. cutting it anymore. Well, or, or, or just be or like, oh, wipes them or their my, appetites. My, my plastic doll won't give out, put out, so I gotta fucking go Go and find an actual person. Like uh, it, it is, and it's. I think it's it's individual. You can't just be like this will work for everybody. It's a therapist. Unfortunately, the I mean, there is such a stigma around it where people don't even want to go to like a therapist or anything and talk about it. So it's it's yeah. really tough. They're because, almost using it as a therapy doll. Yeah. It, whereas really, it's, show, it's, show me it's, on yourself where I can touch you. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate oh. therapy doll. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, well, it's it, it because it really I mean, these should they this kind of therapy will only work in certain people. I mean, maybe work for this person won't work for everybody. It's just too bad that people aren't aware of this in themselves, or they're aware of it but aren't aware that it's an issue that they need to get treatment for. Yes, uh, and or that they just don't feel so ashamed of it that they don't go and get treatment for it because so many of these people just sit behind the the scenes and they just don't actually go out because they're afraid of the stigma be like even if i go to a therapist tell one person about it they're going to be like uh ostracized and it's, it, it exactly it'd be great if like this this these people like this you know this what it, you know what yeah it's it. like if you if you in your head want to fuck a little kid and you have a way to do it and it's a doll 
and you never touch a real human being and you just live a happy life that way fucking who cares what you do behind if, closed if, doors if, I really that, don't care how yeah. creepy it is just and, fucking and, do and, it and if that works that, that should be a, a form of treatment pedophilia and religion I don't care what you do behind closed doors <laughs> they're equal to me yeah, and they're often uh, one and the same yes. now uh, Tagaki uh, brings up in this article four points as to why he believes these dolls that he's created are uh, beneficial um, the first one is a Mayo Clinic uh, meta-analysis that found that treatments like castration and therapy don't change pedophile sexual attraction to children uh, meaning that it, there is no definitive way that's working currently so maybe this will work in place uh, number two he says that well uh, some pedophiles will see the dolls as further motivation further motivation to harm children some might see it as a safer outlet and just stick to the doll Again, which is, some, that, that, that's, that's where the sum comes that's where it's too bad that there's not a therapist involved to actually determine that where they're like hey this will work for you hey you're just a creep that needs dick burned off with uh, you know corrosive acid yeah. it, and it, you you're a person that really just needs to be locked up or you need a bullet to that his third point is uh, people who maybe have minor afflictions of this might just completely be able to get out that uh, that little bit of whatever tinge they have in their mind on the doll once yeah. again it's like a sl- smaller oh, like this, version this person like the the Takagi, yeah, uh, clearly felt guilty about it. They're kind of on that cusp where they were like, I feel guilty about having these feelings. I know it's wrong. A lot of people are way too far for, for that. And they would just be like, I want to buy a fucking harem of children's sex doll so I can practice on them before I, and this, because that's how every uh, uh, sex offender I want to get a harem of children's sex dolls and give them all instruments and make them an orchestra and then yell at them and tell them they're not performing properly. Yeah. And that's uh, it. Never touch them sexually. The, I just want to yell at I want to be like a really mean music teacher with no sexual urges. Oh, I figured you were like, like the, the, fuck the, you! The oboe is not played that way. And then you can walk up and literally hit them. Like, just hating kids' fantasies. Not even sex. Just like, the symbols aren't played that way, Billy. Just start hitting him with the symbols. I like how your fantasies are just being a tiger mom. Yeah. <laughs> you just buy, like, like these $1,000, like, $40,000 uh, children's sex dolls. And, and instruments. And, and like, uh, yeah, like the uh, Stradivarius fucking, yeah. like, cellos. And so ble- you can break ble- the cello and, over the kid's face and be and like, bleachers. I'm a tiger mom. Yeah. And bleachers to put them all up on so they're staggered. You how know? else are you going to spend your millions, man? That's I mean, how I do it. Yeah, <laughs> my Tiger Mom fantasy. Yeah, if I won that damn Powerball, man, that was that was part of my list. Yeah. His fourth point, by the way, to end this is uh, simply that he's gotten some letters from people who say that his dolls have helped. So if if it really does, it really does. I wonder if it, if was it doesn't. That vague. It doesn't. <laughs> like they helped. Help. Like yeah, I got, I got in good shape, good practice before it's, I went. It's a handwritten kids. letter that literally says it helped with blood sprayed across it. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Be like, well, I'll go ahead and put this one in the I don't know file. <laughs> not exactly positive, but not negative. Uh, he turns a black light on to make sure there's no uh, nothing else on the yeah. paper. Oh, and all, all you see is like just blinding light shoot yeah, you, out of every window of his house. It's, it's like, like a sci-fi pol- movie. It's like, like the poltergeist a- before the house implodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking come out like, oh shit. So blinded by the con. Yeah, these really help. <laughs> I use them as de- like duck decoys at the children's park. Well, this one just went from the I don't know pile to oh, the definitely that'd be not horrible. Right. If literally someone's like, yeah, these dolls really help. I use them just like a hunting decoy. Oh, Jesus. Help me, I'm stuck under these leaves. And it's like just a real doll underneath a pile of leaves yeah. with a speaker. Yeah. <laughs> Luring play- kids in. Yeah, I got, a, I got a new iPad and I'm play Pokemon. I don't know. What are you, I would be a terrible pedophile. I don't even know what kids do nowadays. Be like, want to play Pokemon? What the fuck is Pokemon? Yeah. yeah. Well, Pokemon still exists. Is it? Okay. Yeah. It's still big? Good. I still got a chance. Yeah. All right. 
Okay, um, our last story for Harrowprees is something that I think is fucking awesome like and creepy at the same time. It is the Upskirt Umbrella, and it's a new product out of Japan from a company that I didn't even know existed until today okay. called the Million Girls Project. Genius and shouldn't exist. It, it, it shouldn't exist. It's creepy. It's wrong. I kind of want one. I, I Talk about confused boners. Confused? That shit, no, I want I want more dead air after I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I have to insert no. more dead. I think there was enough. Okay, <laughs> have you seen the umbrellas, the pictures of them? Uh, Literally, yeah, if, right you're, now, yeah. if you are looking down at the top of the umbrella, it looks like a girl looking up, and the umbrella is her flared-out skirt. Right. But if you're looking up from under the umbrella, it's her flared-out skirt, and you're looking at her panties with her legs spread. It's genius on a lot of levels, if you think about it, with Japan's culture and their fascination with upskirts and women's panties. For some reason, right. they're really fascinated with both in a way that even Americans are not. Mm -hmm. I think the last time Americans were fascinated with upskirts was before the internet and the best young boy and his prepubescence could do was, you know, walking underneath the bleachers at a sporting event looking up. Yeah. I remember seeing stuff like that in, like, Stand By Me and old movies like that where it'd be, like, you know, 1950s and the kids would be, like, looking underneath, like, the I, stairs. You know, you know what I really liked about that? Uh, we were talking recently about the It's Always Sunny episode because of our, uh, happen, we happened to release our like the, the the ski fun whatever uh uh kind of the ski parody part of our uh episode 100 with mm -hmm. uh just happened that it's always sunny did the same thing yeah, um, they copied us directly yeah, and they, boldly. they definitely copied us they, shots they, are fired always sunny shots yeah, are fired yeah we'll we'll get you uh i just like the fact that they're pointing out that like most of the pranks quote unquote in 80s movies were just like sexual like offenses, offenses. they're just like this though no, like whoa it's mountain rules and the guy like he's like yeah we're gonna i'm gonna stick my dick through this hole <laughs> like, no, i'm pretty sure that's gonna <laughs> yeah, make you a sex yeah, offender uh, you shouldn't do that like even mac and well, charlie the best like, part <laughs> was the end where the cops arrived they're like you're wanted on 12 yeah. different sexual offenses <laughs> on the mountain yeah, you're like Mountain rules don't actually aren't actually a thing. No. Like you just you took your dick out. Uh, but that's what kind of what uh, I guess I was gonna tie this in. Uh, it kind of reminds me of this where like there's there uh, there's this fascination with it, but it doesn't make it less creepy and sexual. Like yeah, no, but it's so fascinating. I can't get my mind around how weird it is that this would exist. Period. Oh yeah. And, and now that I know that the well, million girls like the project the, the unassuming uh, the like the designs you, they have on the top of the umbrella. Oh yeah. Like, you wouldn't oh, think of anything yeah, until it's you like look Sailor up Moon, at and it. then all of a sudden it's like underneath is just uh, people's underwear. Yeah. yeah. So the million girls project makes other uh, items that they theme as in quotes crazy Japan. And uh, I have yet to actually go to their website to look up all the things they make, but now I'm going to because if this is something they did. I can't even wait to see the rest. This may be the company that made the human centipede action figures for all we know. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So for all we know, this could be like the best thing ever. Aside from this one product. All right. Um, so from this point, we are going to move bad this, into... All this stuff didn't happen uh, back in Christmas time when we had our toy segment, you know? Oh, toys would be a I great mean, toy for I, kids I, for toy, Christmas. whatever, yeah. <laughs> all, all of our... Explain all, that to your kids. Yeah. Uh, how actually, am I supposed to explain this to my... Actually, good question. Just, just explain it. Yeah, just an umbrella for perverts. Yeah, just give it to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's one that's of them it. there pervert there's, there's umbrellas. Probably, it's not hurting anybody. There's just an umbrella. It's perverts. Uh, what are you going to do? Hey. Except for that one pervert who actually pokes a hole in the center of the top umbrella, so it looks like the girl's peeing on him through it. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a stream of dude, water no. from the center. Fuck, dude. That is a, that is a million dollar idea. Oh, 
scrub yeah. it. Scrub yeah. it from the show. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll, we'll, con- we'll contact million dollar girls or whatever that group was and uh, and tell them about this. So just put gonna a hole long, at the top of the umbrella. It's gonna be a long beep, and then like they're gonna be like, "That's a million idea right, dollar idea right there," and they're gonna yeah. have to wait to hear what comes out. Yeah. Okay. All right, and Good. finally this week we bring you the big story of the week. Boom. Uh, what we're gonna talk about for our big story of the week is spectrophilia and exophilia. Right. Jer, what are those? Don't know. Oh, yeah, you didn't read the show notes. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll answer my own question. <laughs> I read some of the show notes. I actually, I did not read the discussion part. I actually, you know, the only part I don't think I read was this. Okay. Well, the, the okay, the, the, that the genesis. Like that's, That's actually true. The yeah. genesis of this story came from me uh, happening upon stories about spectrophilia. And honestly, there weren't many and they weren't that great. But I like the topic as a whole. Spectrophilia mm-hmm. is a fetish that is classified as... Uh, someone who's attracted to ghosts or spirits. And yeah, yeah, spectra, not like spectro. spectro or, yeah, 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 spectro, yeah, like yeah. spectra. Yeah, like not spectre. like not like a yeah. Okay, um, not like a spectrum, a specter. Now this is where it gets a tiny bit confusing. The term is also used to describe individuals who experience sexual arousal from images in mirrors. You mean just jerking off at yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I Isn't guess. that another way to just put it? It's just like, oh, I just have my images in the mirror. Uh, but yeah, it fits both, whether it be a mirror or a ghost. The idea is uh, you get turned on by this very specific thing. And um, part of it comes from the old idea of like the succubus and the incubus. <laughs> didn't we have a, didn't we have an idea? Sorry, this is going back to an old show that we still haven't, we still need to do. Um, didn't we have an idea where we we're going to superimpose into movies where there are reflective surfaces, like a drama? We're just going to like have people fucking like in the reflective You're surface. Right. <laughs> We still need to do that. We never like, did like, it. Where there's like a really dramatic oh my God, scene that's in a like movie. 80 episodes ago. It was a while ago. Yeah, shit. Yeah, anyway, we were, we were going to take any mirror or like reflective microwave oh, yeah, or like, I think like a glasses. fridge or something like a, like a metal fridge. And, and like and there's like a really like uh, intense dramatic scene <laughs> happening. But then like if you just happen to look to the left or like in a pot. You'll see people pan, fucking in the reflection. There, yeah, people fucking like just slightly in the reflection. Yeah. And I still really want to do that. Oh my oh. God. It would take so much like after effects and final cut time. But once you it's learn so it, it'd be cut it. and paste. Once yeah. you learn it. And, and what, because, oh shit, dude. I really want to do that. Yeah, just a montage. Yeah. Of them, like yeah. clip after clip of after I think clip, we, we like from the good, from like the Good Wife and like shows like that. Yeah, it, it make like really dramatic. Yeah. Breaking uh, you, Bad, you, you know, because you were Fargo. talking about how like people will put the Brothers logo on like something mundane and that's hilarious. Yeah, this will be like we take the most like not unassuming show and like a clip online. Don't even say like it's for a reason. We just put that clip online saying here's a clip from the Good Wife and then just see how many people notice there's a bunch of people fucking in the reflection of a fridge. Anyway, sorry, just bringing back an old idea. Uh, Oh no, absolutely, that's fine. Um, I was just saying that the part of this uh, infatuation actually comes from the historical and from religion uh, idea of succubuses and incubuses which are male and female, you know, uh, spiritual sexual demons. Into flame, pattern me, do the thing. Nineties, I forgot how the song goes after that. Yeah, that was dumb. When you pour a bunch of water, this water needs a little bit of whiskey. I was thinking of swapping, and I was listening to your music, and I just kind of like I literally transcended to a 1990s like Creed concert. Except it was Incubus. It was Incubus, but sung similar. Might as well, I've been. It was Creed. Creed, yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's my Creed voice too. Uh, we don't try to open. See, so a little more of a timbre down the lower registers there. I forget that little tune where it goes like up. 
but it's uh, more staggered the way uh, they do okay, it. Okay, I, I was gonna say I Will don't recall. You follow me. I don't recall <laughs> Creed having a trumpet. <laughs> Like, like, you know that trumpet player in Creed, man? He was really underrated. Yeah. With no. arms wide open. <laughs> Fuck you, Jerry. You're out of the band. Oh, um, okay. You just made me so off track. Uh, Spectrophilia. It's, no, it's, it's great. What do we fine. got? What do we got? Well, um, honestly, not much. Hey, oh, no. Incubus, Succubus. That's why we got it. Hey, pardon me. Well, outside of the Incubus and Succubus part, there's really not a lot upon researching it on Spectrophilia. There was a, a actress from Paranormal Activity 2. Uh, I didn't actually include her name in our show notes, but it doesn't matter. She actually claimed on a British talk show after making uh, Paranormal Activity 2 that she was uh, fucked by a ghost. Like, on TV, she just said it. She's like, yeah, came into my room, through the window, just landed on me. I could feel the pressure of him, and he fucked me. Yeah, that, that was bad. And that was it. it was I, just... I just, like, show up to, like, people's houses with shoots. I'm a ghost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just gonna fuck you now. Well, I guess if it's a ghost. Yeah, I'm a ghost. I'm from, like, 1600s. Fought in World War II. <laughs> <laughs> All your facts are wrong. <laughs> just like, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I only uh, fuck very dumb uh, women as ghosts. Yeah, but uh, oh, Paramount see that movie with Patrick Swayze. It's like that. Got some clay? No, I'm gonna fuck you. Yeah, so. outside of uh, that woman's like assertion that she was fucked by a ghost. And let's see, the scene in Ghostbusters where Dan Aykroyd gets blown by a ghost and the scene in Ghost where she gets, like, massaged by a ghost. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's not a lot of this in even actual films. There's, like, the 1981 movie Entity, which had something like this. Can I I be honest with you here? And this is something I may, I, I should have probably posted on Secret Society Club podcast. As a kid, like, as a kid being, like, 12, 14, we get boners. Off the Dan get, get boners all Daddy the time. Shack. All I did, I just had Dan Aykroyd posters on my ceiling. Like most, like I would actually like have the Farrah Fawcett poster like over top of it. So when my dad came in, he would be like, oh yeah, it's a boy. And then like, and then I would tear it off at night and just jack off ferociously to Dan Aykroyd uh, in whatever movies he's played in. Uh, no, but uh, I used to actually, uh, when you're- Jerk when, off to ghosts. When, when you're- <laughs> Just about. When I was a teenager, uh, uh, early teens, and you get the boner all the time because you're just like, I don't know where to put it, and nobody, no woman will touch it, and you just, you just got to. That was our generation. And I don't Fucking even think teenagers uh, now get hand jobs and anal, and, and like rainbow parties with the the and lipstick and all jobs. that shit. Yeah, yeah it's, like it's it's crazy. Kids have like sex in a way that I don't even understand as an adult. To, as, as an like, adult, I never had that fun. I never, I, yeah, and uh, really. But yeah, what I it used to be uh, that I would I think maybe it was even before I was like how do I masturbate? Not like I asked that out loud to my mom or anything like that, uh, but she showed me. Um, but <laughs> I'm your dad. <laughs> this is how you masturbate, a man. Uh, this is how you eat cum. And uh, she just got to the freezer, thought out a bowl of cum, thirty then, seconds then, in the then, microwave. Then you watched as your <laughs> as your dad viciously beat her for fifty minutes, saying sixty minutes is sixty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, watching 60 Minutes. Yeah. They uh, used the show as a timer because your dad didn't allow clocks in the house. No, he, he used 60 Minutes, <laughs> taped episodes of 60 Minutes to time everything. <laughs> and forced your mom Don't to jerk you off to it. fast forward through that commercial. <laughs> I see you, son. Just because it's on VHS doesn't mean you can fast forward through and make this 60 Minutes 52. Uh, no, I used to actually uh, think like, oh, man, because I used to uh, be, uh, at that time, Catholic and actually believed in, in uh, that must have been like when I was 11 then. Uh, and and uh, so I would be like, oh man, I really hope a ghost comes in and fucks me. Like I used to think about that, be like, Dude, oh, I sweet. hope they're really like ghosts that would just be like, ah, I'm gonna fuck you. Like I was, I was too disillusioned to even like fantasize about real. I'm like, no woman will ever touch me. I hope a ghost fucks me. 
That was yeah. So anyway, okay. <laughs> secret society, secret society club. I probably should have posted that. Like, yeah, hey, I I used to fantasize about getting fucked by ghosts when I was too young to know what to do with my boner. You now I'm too old to know more, what I do with my boner. You gave us more info on spectrophilia than I was actually able to find on the internet. But oh, what you I think did, I had it when I was a kid. Yeah. What I did find is used that to. spectrophilia is an offshoot of another uh, form of philia called exophilia. Exophilia, yeah. I saw which that is a here. sexual attraction to aliens. Or alien devices, machines, etc. Never had that, but honestly, if an alien come down and fucking probe me up and suck my dick a little bit, I would have been fine with it. Maybe stick a little one of those probes up my asshole, like uh, like tickling, milking me, milking my That's prostate. That's actually where a lot of it comes from. While, yeah. while they're sucking me off with that little uh, tiny little mouth of theirs. Every single one of those alien stories you hear fucking about a farmer their... getting probed in his ass, or you know, yep. getting his semen extracted by a beautiful alien. Those are all exo- beautiful alien. It's a fucking gray alien with a giant head. I like how even the most erotic sounding ones where they're like yeah she had long flowing hair and was three feet tall and gray and skinny it's like no you're you're mixing metaphors i'm like, pretty sure you just fucked an anorexic child <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a horrible thing you just did man get one of those toys or those dolls or whatever that's awful uh but you no know, uh, yeah but I, I i could see like just uh i, I could see fucking an alien i'd fuck an alien yeah, there's been recent ones uh i've been thinking China. I've about one of the oldest stories i believe came from one of the koreas even uh the stories of people having sex with aliens go back for about seven decades now uh, and exophilia can extend to everything but actually having sexual interest in space stuff. Because I have an, exa- well, I have an example yeah, here. Yeah, it's like getting a hard-on from Princess Leia or something Exactly. Like that, yeah. Here's an example. Um, an exophiliac uh, confessed to a sexual obsession with astronaut Krista McAuliffe, the schoolteacher who was killed in the explosion of the Space Shuttle Challenger in 1986. This exophile would arouse himself with fantasies of the woman doing a striptease in her spacesuit, and then watch the videotape of the 73-second shuttle flight, timing his climactic release to the bursting of the space shuttle in air. Okay, first of all, kudos. Uh, <laughs> that is a very specific and, fantasy. Uh, and I'm sorry, you have like, to, like, cue things and, up. And I'm like, sorry, like, when you, when you can time your like you should be in porn if you can time like there there there's like stories about ron jeremy being able to be like have a countdown and like blast a load because like he knew uh, when it was coming that, yeah so this is he knew when it was coming oh big bang he knew when it was coming come is another word for i didn't come. mean to make that joke <laughs> he didn't know when it was, you get it I, I, no, he I, didn't, I get he, it scott he literally didn't know when it was coming he, but he did but he did actually he did he knew when it was coming he did but he yeah knew. you you wouldn't know he, he had he had a he had the tracking number for that sperm <laughs> And he went online, he looked it up on UPS.com, and he said, no, leaving Kentucky. Not coming today. Uh, Out for delivery. Yep. Almost there. Oh, shit. Better be there between uh, like 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. Honey, it's coming. Wait for the knock. Yeah. There it is. (laughs) There it is. You missed work for two weeks, honey. (laughs) I've been waiting for my ejaculate to spit out. And scared her something right when you jumped on her immediately when the door knocks. (laughs) Knock, knock. So... Yeah, this guy like timed the the. I gotta say, like that's that's impressive. I mean, fucked up, but impressive to time it just right. Also, yeah. I feel like that it's almost too cliche. You know, like in the uh, in the movies. Wait, oh, great. wait, did you just say that jerking off to the Challenger explosion <laughs> is too cliche? <laughs> <laughs> Yawn. At what point did your life get way more exciting than mine? <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, seconds after the... I hear about this cliche so like nine times a day. By like 1987, I was over my Challenger explosion jerk-off phase. Uh, 
They, no, they, I, what I was talking sometimes about. You know, I, sometimes I can't get get off the launch pad. No, what I was talking about. You know those uh, like PG I, uh, movies where they're like trying like trying to like the insinuate that somebody came, so they show all the pictures of like the rockets going off and stuff. Granted, yeah, I'm pretty trains sure trains went through tunnels. I'm pretty sure they've never shown the those Challenger are... explosion. <laughs> I would agree. What it was just like a Challenger explosion, the World Trade Center coming down. We need like, our, we need our like, own this video. This is an amazing ejaculate. Whoa. We need our own video of two people going. I've used at the word it. ejaculate at least four times this episode. We need a video of two people going at it underneath sheets where it looks very PG, <laughs> and then you cut away before he oh. comes to the Challenger exploding, the twin towers falling. <laughs> No, just just, just like, the planes entering them. Yeah, yeah, and like back and forth, reverse, and the explosion, the reverse. Yeah, and then finally, and then then finally the explosion, and then they all crumble down. That's yep. where you get soft. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's it. Yeah, and then you take a nap. Uh, let's do that too. We've got a lot of projects ahead of us. Yeah. Well, the idea of why uh, why the Challenger jerk off isn't technically an exophilic uh, uh, experience. Is that an exophile does not truly desire to have sex with rockets or astronauts, but specifically with extraterrestrials or things of extraterrestrial origin? Right. Yeah. It's 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 it's, it's he, aliens, not or, yeah. like not just space. Shoving moon rocks up your ass, uh, not getting it, probed. All the, well, all that all that counts as as exophilic, um, extraterrestrial material. Extraterrestrial, which is anything not of Earth. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. Yes, uh, I lost my place where I was actually pulling my information. I'm sorry for the listener for this dramatic pause that I haven't shut up through entirely. So there's been no pause. No, no, no. no maybe, maybe some dramatic music or something. No, the idea here is that the fetish is a substitute for uh, normal sexual relations. Um, it's like a fetishist who uh, prefers a shoe over a vagina. You know, they, 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 they substitute. You mean you put a shoe over top of a vagina? No, you fuck a shoe. You, instead of a vagina. I yes. Gotcha. I gotcha. I just assumed somebody was like, let me put the shoe no, on top it, of your vagina. It, it's literally removing the uh, object of gratification and replacing it with something else. And it's very specific what you're replacing it with. You're replacing it with, in this case, an alien. Or for a, uh, a, 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 a spectrophile, a ghost. I, I, I think about this uh, again, probably, uh, maybe I'm not so different, but um, I think about like when, like, of like, oh, alien species like came to Earth and they're just like this weird thing. And they're like, well, this is how I have sex. And this weird thing opens up. I'd be like, what? I fuck that. I don't know. Probably. I wonder if there's a. Like, uh, guys would get used to it after time. It's like, that's all I can fuck? Well, I guess that's hot now. And then they'd be like, just be like, yeah, it's just a slobbering seven holes filled with mouths, uh, with teeth. And, and razors, yeah, all right. No, I guess I'll fuck it. I wonder if there's such a thing as a, uh, a other guys spectro exo pedophile, someone who will only fuck dead alien kid ghosts. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there has to be. Uh, and you know what? There is a ghost probably... of an alien that's nine years old. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm guaranteeing somewhere on the tour network there's a fucking website devoted to it just for that just yeah. for fucking the ghosts of alien kids yeah and there there's probably 30,000 pictures on it yeah well um i think you know what <laughs> I, I think that's a good point to leave the show we've uh we've given you guys we, a bunch of knowledge today well. on various states of undress various weird kinks of japan and a little bit of knowledge on spectrophilia and exophilia and we even told you about someone who jerks off to the challenger explosion right. i think we wrap this one up in a nice How, little bow could you ask for anything more i don't think so i think at this point we should tell everyone to look for the hashtag potter and family uh it's a group we belong to and are actually uh we're, we kind of headed up in a small way we're we're 
we're big we're big wigs there even though uh we should probably contribute a little more sorry sorry pattern family <laughs> um also uh while you're at it you can find us on twitter at the lost at home and that is uh talking to me specifically right and i'm at sonic jalopy and uh you f- find me there uh, on instagram i'm actually more uh active on the instagram these days with my pictures and sure. whatnot yes you are not dick pics just uh, actual drawings and whatnot you, you can also go to our website the lost at home podcast.com where you can find a variety of links at the top including our store where you can find merchandise such as t-shirts mugs baby rompers stickers buttons uh sometimes when we have a really good episode we'll even put up a limited edition shirt featuring right. an image uh, cultivated from what with what happened within that thing. Yeah, and, and keep keep your eyes out on like Twitter because uh, when we do that, we post a link to that so people can have a, a, a quick get and get we, one of those special edition ones. Who knows? Maybe this week we'll have a. Uh, uh, I don't. Maybe we could do like the world's uh, uh, smartest man, or what is that? What is it? The world's most interesting man. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't always jerk off, but when I do, it's the challenger exploding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that could be our image for the show. I don't know. How's that for a, a way to go out? Uh, um, also, uh, while you're at the store, buy stuff because it supports the show and it helps right. us stay on air. We don't charge for it. We give you lots of free funny, and we always like to get a little something back in yeah. return. We'll continue to give you the free funny, but it'd be great if every once in a while we get a little uh, little uh, kickback for something fun, too. Because, like again, just buy something from the store. You get something cool, a lot, something different that nobody else is going to have, uh, and, and, uh, uh, and, and enjoy it. And we don't always like counting our chickens before they hatch, but uh, next week we have an interview episode. Uh, We haven't had one in a little while. We've kind of laid back on that. But we have a very special interview with one of the cast members of Star Wars The Force Awakens. Bing bang. It was a little indie project that came out this past year. A lot of people uh, know it was under the limit, radar. It was lim- in limited release. Uh, I don't know if it came to your it was town. four theaters. Yeah. Um, if you manage to see the movie, uh, we will be speaking with a uh, certain someone. We won't reveal her name yet, but she is in the movie. She is a character. Um, she has a name, and we will uh, talk to her. <laughs> you, oh, man. <laughs> I just don't want to give away too much yet. I want to build a little anticipation. No, that, 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 but we have an exclusive interview with someone uh, who was on set and was in the movie they, and they're, was they're there for good JJ Abrams' direction. The, the, the couple of years that it took to, to pretty much put this thing together. So, yep. uh, so if you want to hear that. a little behind the scenes on uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. Who doesn't? And, and how it was made. If you listen to our show, you're like probably, you probably uh, would like to hear some of that. Um, so tune in next week for that. That'll be episode 102. And in the meantime, uh, if you like the show, tell a friend. If you see us on Twitter, retweet us. Tweet us out. And if you want to, you can honestly find us on Facebook as well. But we don't really care about that account that much. So don't don't worry. Yeah. Don't bother. Uh, you, you can do it if you want. Uh, Twitter's great, though. Uh, do that one. And uh, oh, in, the, in the... Yeah, go ahead. Let's, uh, let's do a call to action here. I've been wanting Doug Benson on our show for a long time just because I personally think he's funny. I like that. And I, I, like I tweet that, yeah. at him a lot saying, hey, Doug Benson, be he's, on he our show. Po- yeah, podcast. He, he, he's he a big podcast us. guy, yeah. Of course, but maybe maybe, uh, he's, maybe he's, if everyone tweets at him and tells him to be on our show, maybe maybe he'll do it. Yeah, tweet tweet at Doug Benson, get him to be on our show. Uh, that would be great. Actually, That's he's, just he's, for me personally. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's funny, funny. chill. Um, we'll probably have to uh, smoke marijuana if we have him on. And uh, getting, you know. getting Doug would high. That's, yep. a, that's a great show he does too. And, um, uh, but in the meantime, you guys uh, keep it real. Um, if you want a link to the Challenger explosion, we'll post one in the show notes to jerk off to. Uh, um, yeah, of course, just for that though. Just don't, for that. Don't, don't, don't use it for, for educational, yeah, purposes. educational purposes. I don't. I don't want you to have to explain to your kids what that was. Yeah, don't explain to your kids anything. Don't explain anything to your kids if you don't have to. Just the world is perfect. Boom, boom, boom. Safe in places. Fact, safe spaces. Uh, in fact, safe then faces. You, you can you can also uh, show them this song by Incubus. <laughs>